return and thank him for seeing you through even to October. Thank him for his mercies shall preaching on the committed church member. The committed church member. The committed church member. Church membership is a must for every Christian. Where there is a church, there must be membership. And where there is a pastor, there must be a church. And where there is salvation, you cannot go around and win souls and leave them. They will be hit by the devil. The, the cares of the world will entangle them and we lose them. So after evangelism, there must be a church. So you can't say that if, if you, are, you are pastoring, you are not doing the work of God. Some people believe that until you go out and win the soul, you are not doing the work of God. The evangelist is the harvester and the pastor is the keeper. Without a keeper, you will have nothing. If there was no bank to keep your money, I'm robbers or you yourself would have wasted your money. But all of us trust the bank. We keep our monies there. Sometimes you can even keep documents with the bank. Why? Because keepers are necessary for the prosperity of people. So the work of the pastor has a direct link with the people. And that is why you must start evaluating yourself if you have been a church member, whether you are a committed church member. There are many people who claim to be part of a particular church. Maybe you, are, you even say you are part of this church, but you are not a committed member. And that is an error. That is not the purpose of 
God establishing the church. Every Christian must be a committed church member to a local church. How does a committed church member look like? And that is what we are looking at throughout the month of October. There is the need that you and I submit ourselves to local churches. Local churches and under local pastors to meet the general agenda of the kingdom of God. Pastor, where in the Bible did the Bible say or did God say that we should be church members? I may not find the scripture for you directly, but I can give you some scriptures by the teachings of Apostle Paul that will infer, give an inference and place emphasis on the structure of the church. Are you with me? We must grow in the scriptures. After preaching the first service, a lady came to the office and I asked her, the scriptures I expounded, has she seen it in the Bible before? She said no. So what you don't know will become your enemy. It will be the reason why you will say what you want to say and do what you want to do. And what you know will become your blessing. It will be the reason why you do what you do and you, 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 you say what you want to say. So I'm going to take you through the scriptures and help you understand why you must be committed. Because if you are committed, it will help us know what is wrong with you when you are not coming to church. But if we know that there we should expect you in five months. So if you are not coming and something is happening to you, eh, I've been in the church, I've been home, nobody is calling me. We didn't go to the hospital with you. If you went to the hospital, call your shepherd and tell them that I was not well. I went to the hospital and blah, blah, blah. Are you with me? When you join a church as a Christian, in fact, when you become born again, the next step is that you join a church to grow. Because the born again experience, you and I know that many step into the kingdom and never found their way to the top. It takes the institution of God, the church. And now you have to decide which church you want to belong to. And when you choose the church, you must remain committed. Committed. That is the only way you can grow. That is the only way you can have peace of mind. Some of you go for prophetic meetings and they tell you things and you are confused. You, you, you get confused. And you don't have the time to go and meet the prophet again to break it down. And sometimes in the breaking down, it makes it worse. I believe in other ministries, but I believe that God plants people in the local church. And that is the way kingdom greats grew in church. I thought you were clapping. Every mother will stop the child from eating from anywhere by heart. There are some parents who will train you never to eat outside. If they catch you, not because they are weak or they are wicked, it's because they want to ensure that what you are eating is healthy. So being a committed church member gives the church a leverage to watch 
over you and give account of you. Paul began to talk about church leadership. He, he said a lot of things about church leadership. He talked about pastors, talked about the church. You listen to people now, they don't believe that you must be part of a church. They don't believe that another man, you should sit down and another man should break the scriptures. Yes, you must be careful what you listen to. But definitely, as a child of God, you must be pastored. Yes. If you are not pastored, you are an orphan in the kingdom. No matter how great you think you become, you must be shepherded. No matter how rich you think you become, you must be shepherded. No matter the educational laurels. In fact, I'm expecting that in the next five years, I should have many people with doctor's degrees. Many people with master's degrees. They are not saying amen. They are not saying amen because you like your provision shop. That's how the thing will chop in the day. It's okay. No, it's not okay. And it's our cage. In five years' time, you look at your friend. When I'm mentioning their name, doctor. Have you seen doctor? So have you seen them? They are like, pastor doesn't like those of us who have not gone to school. I'm not talking about those who have not gotten the opportunity to go to school. No. I'm talking about you young ones. Small tabletop business that gives you daily bread, profit, 20 Ghana a day. Now you become peacock in your area. I'm a businesswoman. 20 Ghana profit a day. No. <laughs> no. If your mom Amanda and the brother. Your mom runs a provision shop. She doesn't want you to run a provision shop if you like access. That's why they take you to the university. Oh, say, well, you want them to run it? Huh. Yeah, you are spying here. Yeah. So in the next five, ten years, what will you become? You need such words. Some of you, nobody can advise you. Nobody can speak to you except your pastor. And God did it intentionally. Didn't you realize that in the lockdown, you easily backslided? It's not because you, did, you don't know God. It's not because you don't have Bible. You had Bible. <laughs> you had oil. You had wine. <laughs> you had money. But still, you backslided. It is mysterious and it is the truth you must learn and you must commit to the church in every area we will not jump the gun let's look at the first scripture titus chapter 1 verse 5 to 9 quickly for this cause left i thee in Crete that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting and ordain elders, pastors, in every city, as I had appointed thee. Verse 6. If any be blameless, these are the type of people you should ordain as pastors. So as for the ordination, you have to do it. But what type of people should you ordain? If any be blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot and unruly. For a bishop must be blameless, 
as the steward of God, not self-will, not so angry, not given to wine, not striker, not given to filthy liquor, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperance, or temperate, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught that he may, he has been taught. So I have been taught. Are you here with me? So you too must be taught. By who? By who? Yeah. Whether you like it or not, a man that will teach you. <laughs> no matter the inspiration you get from the Holy Ghost, it's a man that will bring the interpretation. That's why you can get dreams and visions. You will try and pray about it for interpretation and you will not get it. One day, pastor will be preaching. You will hear the word of God. Ah, that is the meaning. Some of you have dreams. God gave you the dream. You still don't understand. You saw yourself eating unripe purple. You saw yourself, you are working in the gutter. All of a sudden, the gutter, the gutter has become corn. And the corn is germinating on concrete. You had a wild vision, but on Tiasin, it will take a man inspired by God to sometimes help you break down the vision. I thought you were clapping. <laughs> Pastors don't lord their leadership on people. Sometimes it will look like they are lording. But there's a place for ruling as a pastor. A pastor is supposed to rule. He's supposed to lead. He's supposed to care. He's supposed to feed. He's supposed to protect. So as I preach, some of the messages are protective. Because God has committed you into my hands. Let's look at Acts chapter 20, verse 28. We cannot be careless with the people God has given to us. No, we cannot. God's flock is you. God purchased the church with his blood. But God gave you to us to take care of you. A nurse taking care of a patient will not just give any kind of injection. No! Oh, Dr. Eric, will you give any kind of medication? If the person is having sugar, you go and give him BP medicine? No. So if you are taking care of something, and I gave the scenario of, of um, I asked Bless in the second service. I've called your name, uh, so who is the next person? Okay. So, Rita, eh? let's say, Utufia, Prince Willie, Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> they come to you, they come to the house, they say, hey, hey, now, actually, wild people come the area. We are looking for Rita. Rita, I'm a what? Mensa. Hey, are you what what did you mention again? Rita? Oh, you miss your no, we are talking about Rita. Ama Mensa. 
Then they come. Then Oledi is carrying Prince George in her hands. Her grandson, or her great grandson. Yes, her great great, her great grandson. Are you sure? Prince Charles' son, son. Her great great grandson. Okay. Hallelujah. So we have the Honorable Minister of Parliament visiting us today. Let's give God praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say so you are welcome. So let's say you put Queen Elizabeth brings her great great grandson, Prince George, to you to take care of that child. I'm very sure that you will even stop working. If you are going to take that serious, taking care of a queen's great-great-grandchild with all that seriousness, why do you think that pastors should be careless with the church? No. It's a blessing to have a pastor who is keenly interested in your life. Because left to you alone, the decisions you take, eh, you will not even be sitting here today. Oh, I'm telling you, I can wait to free. Like, like you are, I know you, you are wild, I know. Bibintia. <laughs> I know, pa. Enumpo. Still, I'm still trying to hold your leg. Some of you are like running and I'm holding your leg. Charlie, slow down small. Commitment to a church is beneficial and you will get to know when you grow older. Yes. You will get to know when you go for funerals. Yes. One day I went for a funeral and they didn't know which pastor would bury the person. And they went to call the fetish priest. May no fetish priest come and bury you when you die. I thought you were clapping. So Paul said that, take heed to thyself. Talking to the pastors. Pastor, take care of yourself first. Be healthy. Don't worry yourself. Don't die before your time. <laughs> Be strong. Exercise. Eat well. Pray. Hear from the spirit and preach. Prepare yourself. Eat well. Eat the word well. Be strong. Take care of yourself because a sick horse cannot run. A sick horse will be replaced. Wherever you are working, if you get whatever, there's a word. If you get, if you are not able to work again, if you are incapable or what, there's a word. Eh? Incapacitated, that's the lawyer. Incapacitated. <laughs> as for us, actually, no more school that we went to. <laughs> when you become incapacitated, you will be replaced. In fact, there are people on list, they are jogging, waiting for you to either retire, get angry to leave. Paul said that take care of yourself. Number two, take care of the flock. When you hear flock, it means there's a shepherd. 
shepherd knows his flock. And every shepherd marks the flock. When you visit a sheepfold, a typical sheepfold, every sheep is marked. When you go to Christmas time and you want to buy goods, and you go to New Plunder area, you see that every sheep, they've marked it some way. They mark them either with paint, some of them on their ear. They can hurt the sheep just to give it a mark. Because the shepherd must be able to give account of the member. Some of you, the pastor does not even know that you are part of the church. So the day God will ask for an account, I will tell him, Papa, who? Have you called somebody that you think that he should know you and when you call the person, the person said, who are you? Oh, talk to me. Yeah. Hello, who are you? Ah, no, no, it's me. No, I don't know you. Identify yourself. Every pastor is interested in the welfare of his sheep. And you must be, the pastor is not 100%. Nobody in this church, including me, is perfect. I told the second service, if you are not a concerned person, you are a drunkard. If you are not a drunkard, you smoke. If you don't smoke, you are a womanizer. If you are not a womanizer, you are a liar. If you are not a liar, you are envious. If you are not envious, you are bitter. If you are not bitter, you are sick. If you are not sick, you don't have money. You are broke. <laughs> By all means, you are sick of something, including me. Are you with me? Roland, if I dash you a Lincoln Navigator, won't you take it? But you have a car. Why do you want it? <laughs> After the Lincoln, if they bring you a, a plane, won't you take it? It's only God that you cannot give him what he doesn't have. I thought you were clapping. You cannot give God what he doesn't have. If even you refuse to praise him, he will command animals, stones, to praise him. It's a great privilege for you to be called the flock of God. That is why you must be careful the way you carry your life. At the end of five years from today, will people look at your life and say, Ah, that church has helped this guy. That church has helped. Hey, had it not been for this church, as for this guy, we knew that this guy can't be a Christian. That is the testimony God wants to see out of us. The last scripture, and then we take a communion. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. Hebrews chapter 13. Yanko Hebrews. Chapter 13, verse 17. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I've gone to Kumerica. Yanko Hebrews. Ghana is sweet. When you are angry and you just go on social, you can just start laughing. Yesterday, when St. Peter's lost, Charlie, 
they're tagging. A champion is a champion. When you have never been a champion and you beat a champion, then you are very happy. <laughs> Some of you, your, your, your schools have not even been called and you are laughing at us. <laughs> they didn't even call them for prelims. <laughs> Crabology. We are three times champions. We have not gone for prelims in Pope. Which, 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 which we did you Eh? Eh? Mauko girls. Who? Where they part? Which? Mauli, where they part? But they out. It's normal for you, not for us. Eh? I dance in your eye. Let me continue. Now, now I <laughs> Let me wrap my message. Let me wrap up. If I follow you, I won't close. Obey them that have the rule over you. So you see that leaders can rule. When you become a leader, you can rule. Rulership is very difficult. It's difficult than leading. Leading takes consensus. But rulership, sometimes you have to take a decision that people may not be happy with it. So, it's different. If you're a pastor, you lead, you rule, you father, you care. And the Bible said, and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as they that must give account. That they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for you. One day I was in the pastor's meeting and a senior pastor was teaching us. And he said, when you go to a church and you see the pastor shouting, pastor is preaching, there's something wrong. See that will be Hanover church hall. And I said, come with dinner. Screaming. And I said, oh, then me, they'll say I'm hungry every day. We've got miracle hour ice cream. But every pastor has a good intent. There are more proper pastors than fake pastors. Yeah. Plenty. No matter what they say, there are more. Because the currency in your pocket now, majority, over 98% are correct currency. Why do you think that there are more fake pastors than proper pastors? Is the media. They are illiterate, they are ignorant, they don't know what they are saying. Hallelujah. We must be committed to what we believe in. You are so committed to family funerals. When they are doing donations, you are the first to give. You even take it. Oh, as for Wafadir, the way me, the name, they know, I know go feel missed. A year no more fancy me nice. So. Yeah, they are sorry not be so nice. I thought you'd say amen. They say yeah, they are sorry not be so nice. Yeah. The way we willingly are, you are the first to give even your old school. You say, or oh, that what? 
and they say they want to repair the bus. They are the first person. Oh, I just started service. I'm sacrificing my September. I believe in Odan Secondary School. May the Lord help us to be committed to his church. In this area, there are churches in this area. And they have been a blessing to this area. I'm telling you. You have less armed robbery attacks. Because there are plenty of churches. Plenty. Less so. Once in a while they can do some one or two. But it's better than some places. So. Bless. Some places. Morning they'll rob you. Afternoon they'll rob you. Evening they'll rob you. Even done. You just step out to do work. You come back. They've robbed you. The atmosphere here is charged. Christ is in this area. There's a blessing in having more churches than Lotto kiosks and drinking bars. I thought you are clapping. When those prostitutes started standing by there, when I drive them, my heart, I'm like, so, a moon ferry. Then we started making declaration. Sometimes I'll come there at 11.30 p.m. with oil, with wine. Why should beautiful women be prostituted? We need them to sing in the choir. We need them to usher. We need them to serve. We need them to preach. Preach, beautiful woman. You are preaching the gospel. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. I want you to close your eyes and begin to pray. Talk to God. Let's rise up and pray. Let's rise up and pray. Just pray. Talk to God. Talk to God that Lord plant me in your house. Plant me in your house. Lift your two hands to the Lord and receive the grace of God. into many, many paths. Many, many paths. And the Lord said, there are going to be dimensions of wealth, dimensions of prosperity, dimensions of my spirit in the midst of my people. I want you to lift your voice and begin to thank him for this prophetic word. Give him praise. Give him honor. Send him a higher
between now and 31st December be permanently neutralized in the name of Jesus. May satanic councils and satanic meetings in dark places concerning your life, concerning your destiny, concerning your family, concerning your business, concerning your cars, your houses, your peace of mind, any sharpened arrow ready to be shot in your direction by the mighty hand of the Lord. Let it backfire. Let it backfire. Let it backfire. Clap your hands and give God some praise.